AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Strange News Daily is a production of iHeartMedia. In a world full of bizarre events, unsolved mysteries, and a billion stories from all corners of the globe, some news gets lost in the shuffle. This is your gateway to the stories on the fringe of the mainstream map. These are your dispatches in the dark. I'm Ben Bolin, and this is the Strange News Daily. Our first story today. New Zealand has announced that, as of today, coronavirus has been eliminated in the country and life can resume with zero domestic restrictions. In an earlier statement, New Zealand's Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern said, Today, 75 days later, we are ready, as she announced the New Zealand government will now drop social distancing restrictions and move to what's called a Level 1 National Alert from a Level 2 National Alert as of midnight today. While the border controls will still remain, people coming from other countries will still be tested, this marks significant groundbreaking progress. According to the country's health ministry, New Zealand has reported 1,154 infections and 22 deaths from the coronavirus since the infection arrived in the country in late February. The Prime Minister has become phenomenally popular across the world and won many praises for her government's handling of the coronavirus pandemic. New Zealand has not only contained, but eliminated the virus more or less completely from the country. Note the government here is not defining eliminated as exterminated. Instead, they mean that they have the virus completely under control. 
Of course, this may change when the borders open up completely. As of now, the country has gone 17 days with zero known cases and no new cases reported. Well done, New Zealand. Our second story today, the Greek Orthodox Church has officially found a new enemy of Christianity, ruling that yoga is incompatible with its practices. This is according to an official statement where the governing body of the church ruled that yoga has no place, quote, in the life of Christians. The church said it had to intervene after Greek media sources recommended yoga as a way to combat stress during the lockdown. Other religions, we should note, have also advised against yoga in the past. The Orthodox Church, while it may be somewhat unfamiliar to those of us in the West, remains a tremendously influential organization in Greece. According to a 2017 Pew Research Center report, 90% of Greek residents identify themselves as Orthodox today. The Holy Synod said in its statement this last Wednesday that yoga is a fundamental chapter in Hindu religion and not a kind of physical exercise. And though it is, again, not unheard of for religious authorities to criticize yoga, it is unusual for the ruling body of the Orthodox Church to issue a public statement specifically on this matter. An Orthodox priest took to the air and appeared on a Greek TV network the day after the announcement, defending the Church's statement. Father Michael Constantinidis said the church's opposition to yoga is based on the experience of those who practiced yoga, and went on to say, if yoga offered what man wanted, we would be happy. The ancient spiritual practice known as yoga has connections to Hinduism and Buddhism. You can find references to yoga in Indian texts that are around 2,500 years old. According to Dr. Mark Singleton, who researches the history of yoga, this practice has, like many other practices, evolved over time. And, of course, in most cities, it's not hard to find a yoga studio. In recent decades, it's become hugely popular across the planet. Now it's a billion-dollar industry, and it's often advertised as a beneficial practice for stress relief something that helps you address mental well-being as well as physical strength. And Greek media was not alone in recommending yoga. It's been recommended in countries around the world as a way to keep fit during lockdown and a way to combat anxiety during the pandemic. The nation of Greece avoided the worst of the outbreak in Europe by introducing a lockdown earlier than some cases. Their country went into quarantine in March. As of now, Greece has registered fewer than 3,000 cases and 180 deaths in a population of approximately 11 million people. So what do other religions say? Well, last year, a church hall in Devon, England, also barred a yoga class. Not the whole practice, but specifically this class. The Venerable Mark Butchers, the Archdeacon of Barnstaple, said, Some will say at its root it is an Eastern spirituality, which they would not feel sits well with Christian spirituality. And ten years ago in Seattle, a pastor in the U.S. called the practice of yoga demonic. 
Two years before that, Malaysia's leading Islamic council said yoga could corrupt those of the Muslim faith. And they were planning to issue a fatwa, but backed down after a public backlash. Our third story for today, in explosive news, the U.S. Department of Justice has officially requested an interview with U.K.'s Prince Andrew. This is part of its ongoing criminal investigation into the sex trafficking ring run by billionaire child abuser Jeffrey Epstein. The request was initiated by federal prosecutors in the Manhattan U.S. Attorney's Office. It's part of what's called a Mutual Legal Assistance Treaty Request. This is a type of cooperation between countries for assistance in the investigation or prosecution of criminal offenses. This was submitted directly to the UK's home office. A spokesperson for the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Southern District of New York, Nick Buys, says, I cannot publicly comment on communications with foreign governments on investigative matters, including confirming or denying the very existence of such communication. However, this request is real, and Prince Andrew's legal team has followed up. In a statement earlier today, they said that, quote, any pursuit of an application for mutual legal assistance would be disappointing. They also said the Justice Department of the U.S. has told them that the Duke is not and has never been a target of their criminal investigations into Epstein. They also added that Prince Andrew has on at least three occasions this year offered his assistance as a witness to the Department of Justice. The legal team went on to criticize what they describe as a breach of confidentiality on the part of the DOJ. They said that in claiming Prince Andrew hasn't been cooperative, they, meaning the DOJ, are perhaps seeking publicity rather than accepting the assistance proffered. At the time of this recording, Neither the UK Home Office nor Buckingham Palace have responded to requests for comment. Jeffrey Epstein died under mysterious circumstances while imprisoned in August 19, awaiting trial on federal charges that he had repeatedly sexually abused underage girls and, furthermore, that he ran a sex trafficking ring. Despite his death, prosecutors have continued to pursue investigations into people they believe helped Epstein aiding and abetting his multi-year sex trafficking operation. You might recall that Prince Andrew has come under public and repeated pressure to explain his close relationship with Epstein and to explain the allegations by one of his accusers, who alleges that she was forced into sexual encounters with the prince while she was underage. In a 2015 federal court filing, this victim alleged Epstein forced her to perform sex acts with him and several other prominent men, including Prince Andrew, in 2001. All of those mentioned in this claim have vigorously denied the allegations. In fact, in a November interview with the BBC, Prince Andrew said he had never met this victim And he went on to suggest that a photo circulating of the two of them may have somehow been doctored. His direct quote is, I can tell you categorically, I don't remember meeting her at all. I do not remember a photograph being taken. And I've said consistently and frequently that we never had any sort of sexual contact, whatever. He also, after this BBC interview, publicly said that he was willing to help any appropriate law enforcement agencies with their investigations if required. 
He has also said he'll be willing to testify or give a statement under oath about the case, but he would have to take all the legal advice that there was. If push came to shove and the legal advice was to do so, he said, then I would be duty-bound to do so. The FBI and federal prosecutors contacted Prince Andrew's legal team to interview the prince about Epstein, but say that Prince Andrew's team provided zero cooperation. This is according to U.S. Attorney Jeffrey Berman in Manhattan, who took a rare step in publicly announcing his frustrations with the ongoing investigation. Berman says it's fair for people to know whether Prince Andrew has followed through with that public commitment. To date, he said, Prince Andrew has provided zero cooperation. Almost two months after that quote, in January, outside of Epstein's Manhattan mansion, Berman added Prince Andrew had completely shut the door on cooperating with the investigation and said that the U.S. Attorney's Office was considering its options. Prince Andrew's legal team, responding again today, has said these statements were inaccurate and they should not have been made. We'll keep an eye on this case and update as the situation develops and the world waits to see whether Prince Andrew will voluntarily cooperate with this ongoing criminal investigation. That's all for now. We've been asking you to chime in with suggestions for stories you think your fellow listeners should know more about, to hit us with your best or worst dad jokes, and to give us a story about your personal experience with COVID-19. Let us know what's going on in your neck of the global woods by tagging hashtag StrangeDaily on Twitter, or reach out to me directly. I'm at HSW on Twitter, or at BenBullen on Instagram. Thanks as always to our super producer, Dylan Fagan, our research associate, Sam Teagarden, and most importantly, thanks to you for tuning in. I'm Ben Bullen. We'll see you tomorrow. Until then, stay strange. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.